Oh, Joey, you look so good. Does it? I, okay, but honestly, <laughs> you look pathetic. Oh God, this is this is undoable. I don't know how people do this. From New Studio One Ten at the Reynolds School of Journalism, this is Niche, a show about unique interests. I'm Joey Lovato, and I'm Alec Meyerhoff. Today, for our second episode, we're going to be talking about Irish dancing. My name is Morgan Martin. I am 20 years old. I go to the University of Nevada, Reno. I've been Irish dancing, oh gosh, 10 plus years. I stopped counting after like 10 years. It's probably like 11 or 12, I think. So I brought uh, one of my friends in that I know, and I wanted to ask you uh, if you knew anything about Irish dancing, Dylan. Uh, I know what it is. I know that it's Irish and you dance. I know the general music that plays, and I know it's kind of fast, but that's kind of the extent of what I know about Irish dancing. So uh, I also have here uh, my bro, and uh, sometimes he helped me produce, Phil. Uh, yeah. Phil, what do, you, uh, what do you know about Irish dancing? So I don't know much. I just know that Irish dancing or Irish dance is a group of traditional dance forms originating in Ireland, uh, which can broadly be divided into social dances and performance dances. Did uh, you just read that off of Wikipedia? Yeah, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so I have one of my classmates here, Krista. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Um, I wanted to ask you what you knew about Irish dancing. I actually know a little bit. I know it's very upbeat. It's very fun. It's very, uh, there's, it's almost like a jig kind of style. I had a f- acquaintance, I should, not friend, but acquaintance in high school um, who was really, really big on Irish dancing. Like she was part of a team and I, I remember briefly seeing it and then I never like saw it again. So uh, yeah, I know it exists and it's something I enjoy when I see it. I just don't like actively seek it out. Everyone always asks me, they're like, what, what is Irish dancing? Like, is it clogging? Is it like tap dancing? And I, the best response I can give them is, if you've ever seen river dance, it's a lot like that. But because there's so many variations of Irish dancing, and there's, I don't, I don't know, you have to see it to know what it is. I usually just tell people to Google it. That's the most simple response. So we Googled it. Irish dance is a traditional performance dance. There are twists, jumps, kicks, very intricate footwork. In competitions and in most shows, the dancers keep their upper body almost entirely still and their arms are held by their side. The dancers concentrate entirely on their footwork. Traditionally, as in river dance, performances are set to Irish songs, like with bagpipes and all. They perform at competition, but also at weddings, fancy dinners with bands, for sport teams, and places like that. Is river dancing different than Irish dancing? It's a lot more traditional way more traditional than like competitive Irish dancing or like modern Irish dancing. Um, Lord of the Dance is also another variation of like the show type of Irish dancing. It's a little more modernized, kind of along the same lines though. lot of footwork um so there's two types like two um not different kinds of irish dancing but two variations of it there's soft shoe and then there's hard shoe so the soft shoes um they're flats kind of like ballet flats but they're black and they tie up and everything um and then the hard shoe everyone says that it's a lot like tap but the hard shoes are definitely made different 
and um, they sound a lot different. So there's soft shoe and hard shoe to Irish dancing. No arms, it's all feet, all legs. My name is Heather Nelson. I've been dancing for about 13 years, and I am a championship-level Irish dancer. We talked to both Heather and Morgan about how they got into Irish dance and about how far they've gotten. When I started, it was more of like a side sport. I kind of was just doing it because all my friends were doing it, but eventually I developed a passion for it, and um, I I honestly had no expectations of um, becoming a championship Irish dancer, but... As the years went on, I just got better and better and then decided to keep going, and now here I am. I started Irish dancing when I was in the third grade, and me and a couple of my like really close friends in elementary school started doing it. And at that time, my dance teacher that I started with did not have her teaching license for us to compete yet. So at that point, we were just like learning everything, kind of like being involved in all the school's performances and stuff, and then... A couple years down the road, she got her TCRG, which is her teaching license, and um, we were able to start competing. So I'd say maybe, I mean, it was probably two or three years after I started dancing that I was able to compete. And after all these years of competition, these girls have become really dedicated. They practice a lot. I try to practice five to six times a week, so I have class on Wednesday nights. So I have class one night a week, and then I either go to the gym or practice in the garage uh, for the other five nights. I practice probably once a week with our studio, but then um, throughout the week, I practice at like other like dance studios and stuff like that. And that's probably every day I'm either practicing or I'm like doing conditioning and stuff in order to stay in shape. How many hours a week do you think you're putting into it? Ten plus hours a week, definitely. Because either I'm in a studio practicing every single day, no matter what, and then I'm working out in the morning. It's usually my way out of things. Like if I have exams one week or if anything stressful is going on, I'll just go to the gym and practice or just go hang out with dancers and we just like practice and stuff like that. And that's, it's literally my way out. Like I never, ever feel overwhelmed about it. My name's Allison, and I've been dancing, Irish dancing, for 13 years. So I stopped competing, um, like, my junior year of high school, just because I was stopping next year, and I didn't know that I was going to continue Irish dancing when I came to college before I met Morgan. So I'm more on just, like, the performing side now, so I don't need to train intensely, as intensely as Morgan does, so... After moving to Reno for college and meeting Morgan, Allison decided to join her at Blanchett School of Dance. We would have days where, when I competed, we'd have days where we would have, like, classes strictly for makeup and hair, like, how we were going to do them at competitions, and, like, at Blanchette, it's really not spoken about, and it's just you do what you think is right, Mm -hmm. I guess I would say. Um, My teacher back home, I would say, was more into, up or she was, like, up to date with the steps, and, like, I noticed Morgan has to tell our teacher, these are the new steps, I want to do them. Well, my teacher was like, these are the new steps, we're doing them, (laughs) and we're changing your whole step. She would change them at least, like, every two months, three months, because they're out of, like, style. (laughs) 
There are over 200 certified dance schools in the United States, with the most being in New York. There are only four in Nevada. There are roughly 68 certified schools outside of the U.S., mainly being in Canada, and kind of shockingly, there are only 12 schools in Ireland. Roughly 5,000 dancers compete in the world's competition each year, which is the biggest annual competition for Irish dancers. Last year it was in the United States, but this year in 2016 it will be held in Glasgow, Scotland. But I think the biggest thing that sets it apart is that it requires a lot of teamwork and a lot of support. Some dances like um, like hip hop and stuff, some of those you do on your own, like individually. But our dancing requires like everyone working together and you really need a support system behind you. And I think that you get that really well with our dancing. You can see individually, you um, that's called your solo dances. And you can do that like for a section of competition, but then there's also Kaylee dances, which is team uh, competition. Of the dancers we talked to, Morgan has gotten the highest in competition. She qualified for the American Western Regional Competition. I literally sacrificed like my social life, my love life, my grades, like everything last semester because I put so much into like just working towards regionals and just making sure that I got that recall and everything like that and that I could place overall and stuff like that. And so I just remember two weeks before regionals, I was in the studio and I was practicing and I was just getting so frustrated with my steps. And I just sat down and I just remember like almost just like being in tears and being like, I want this so badly. Literally my mindset during those three rounds, I don't think about anything else, anything else. Like I could have 15 people, I could have one people in the audience watching me. I'm straight tunnel vision, just thinking about my steps, thinking about all the like other competitors and everything. And like while you're like sitting either backstage or just kind of like changing your shoes, you're still watching the other dancers in your competition, like just kind of getting a place and a feel about like where you are within the competition and stuff like that. And after performing for three rounds, Morgan found herself in the top 10 finalists for the regional competition. All of us, I just remember we were just on stage, like bawling our eyes out, just being like, this is us, like we're on stage, like this is all we've wanted and stuff like that. Then they, so like they kind of put you guys to the back and like you're the top 10 and then they start calling like, okay, 22nd place, 21st place, stuff like that. And so then they get down to your top 10 and they're playing like super intense music and everyone's doing drum rolls and stuff like that. And just being like, oh my God, I'm not 10th. Oh my God, I'm not 9th. Oh my God, I'm not eighth. And I was just like, so like, I didn't even think I would do that well, but I mean, I worked my butt off for this competition. And so I ended up like, I ended up getting sixth place and like, I just came off stage just bawling my eyes out. been times where like you either have issues with your instructor or people in the studio and you're just like I don't think I can do this anymore like it's just it's so upsetting having to like go through these or like just having to deal with this and I mean that was my last episode was probably a while ago and you you get past those points but I mean that's like with anything in life like you kind of just hit that breaking point where you're like I can't, there's no way I can do this anymore like I'm just so frustrated but you get past it.
My school before I joined Morgan's was like completely different. Everyone was so competitive and they were they weren't as friendly, I guess. They were more serious. So then I guess that was a point when I wanted to quit. I was like, this isn't, isn't for me. Like these girls want something completely different than I do from it. I really like competing because I like seeing where I'm at with other dancers around the States. You know, it's nice to like just kind of have a sense of where you are compared to everyone else. It's a way for me to show the skills that I've acquired throughout the years. But I actually really like teaching because I get to te- uh, teach all the little kids. And then it's nice to be able to see people that you've helped improve and be able to say that, you know, like you were instrumental in their achievements. It's just nice to watch. I teach anywhere from like five to we have an um, older lady. She's I think she's around 60. So all age ranges. So do you uh, do you think that I should try out Irish dancing? Um, I think that you could probably do it. You just need a little bit more practice than um, watching YouTube. Yeah, I I think that's probably a, <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> How do you feel? Uh, do you feel like you learned a lot about Irish dancing? I feel like I did. I've watched a lot of Irish dancing at this point, and I recommend everybody does. Um, it's a fascinating dance to watch, and just truly, it's, it is so impressive how they're able to move that fast. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I don't know how you make a dance with just your legs, but it was it was it was something else to watch. And to hold your body that stiff the whole time, your upper body, um, it's it's truly it is truly remarkable. Yeah, I uh, it was pretty impressive. Those girls, those girls had some pretty good moves. Yeah, um, Joey, I think you should try it out again sometime. Have them give you a few tips. Thank you for listening to Niche. We hope you enjoyed learning about Irish dance with us. And if so, we hope you'll subscribe. So with our help, you can learn more about every niche of society. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NichePod or go to our website, NichePod.com, where we'll post all kinds of goodies like news, behind the scenes, and updates on future episodes. Niche is myself, Joey Lovato, and Alec Meyerhoff. Alec and I produced this episode along with editorial help from Phil Corbett. We would like to thank the dancers that appeared on today's episode, Morgan Martin, Ali Ramos, and Heather Nielsen, as well as Dylan Anderson, Krista Scripter, and Phil from the beginning of the episode. This is not. Okay, my hands are behind my back. My one foot is in front. Okay, up, dude. That look. I don't. I think I just pulled a muscle. (laughs)